Let's get motivated. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? This is the Kenny James Show. Direct and in full effect. Visit KennyJToday.com. Hey guys, welcome to another beautiful day. There's a lot of stuff going on right now in the media world, as well as in music, where people feel that racial appropriation is something that's happening, and it's happening a lot more, especially when it comes to rap music or R&B. So today, we're going to cover a few things in relations to that. We have a few artists on the line with us today. We've got Diverse. We've also got Kayla. Yo, yo, what's up, you guys? Hey, Diverse. <laughs> We've got Kayla Love on the line, as well as Daylight. Oh, well, as I said earlier, I'm super excited to have you guys on the show. I think the show today is going to be a uh, eye opener and something that's really interesting for the audience to listen to and also to learn and educate themselves about. So I kind of want to start with having you guys introduce yourself a little bit. We'll go ahead and go down the line. We'll start with Daylight. Tell us a little bit about who you are and when you first realized music was your passion. Thank you so much for asking me to uh, join you today for this show. I've been in love with music and knowing that music is my passion since a child. I'm pretty sure my first words were lyric. They weren't words. So <laughs> I always knew that I was going to do music. But I just, I started rapping and hitting the stage for hip hop specifically back in 2009. And I took a little break and then rededicated myself, rededicated my life 2018 and I've been going hard ever since and I'm glad I'm never going to step away from my love again. I dropped two albums. I dropped the album back in May on my birthday and I'm working on the EP right now. Thank you, Daylight. Diverse. Tell us who you are and when you first realized music was your passion. For sure, yo. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Music, when I first realized this is my passion, it was more so later for me, even though I was still making music. I started making beats when I was like 12, watching my dad and stuff like that. I was an athlete my whole life growing up. Football, basketball. Football was my main sport. So high school, basketball was, but I always still made beats on the side. It, until I hit college. Long story short, with college, I couldn't make grades. Uh, I wasn't able to play. Music was the only one that was there for me. I realized that. Since 2016, I started performing on stage and pretty much 2018, just like Daylight said, that's when she felt uh, like kept going hard and pushing out like singles and everything. This is my life and I got to do this. No doubt. I'm going 110%. Boom. This is why we're here right now. Thank you, Diverse. I appreciate you for being here on the show. And last but not least, Kayla Love. Welcome to the Kenny James Show. When did you realize music was your passion? Tell us a little bit about yourself as well. Let's see. About me, I've been rapping since 14 to impress a boy in the ninth grade trying to make it seem like I'm a cool girl in class instead of a cute girl with ass. They used to think I was a hoe, didn't know I had to with these raps because I never had siblings over mom or dad. I wrote songs to move on past all the things I didn't have. My great-grandmother raised me as best as she could being a poor single parent just trying to do good. There was a void I never filled setting fire in my soul. Our relationship was tense and it started to take a toll. I ran away from home, even the safety that I'd known, but I knew I had to do with it if I ever wanted to grow. I got to college on a full scholarship at the UC, became the first of my fan to touch the degree, paving the path for others like the one paid for me. I'm trying to be somebody my grandma could watch on TV. Come on, come hey. through. <laughs> 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 so, that's pretty much my yeah. story. Tell me. <laughs> All three of you, fantastic stories. One thing that I like the most, I'm going to call out the elephant in the room in this sense because a lot of people don't know, you all are in the Bay Area, right? So this is all Bay Area talent. I want to start with talking about 
pursuing your career and some of the setbacks that are also surrounding going after something that you feel that you should do. This time we'll start with you, Diverse. Can you give us a little bit of an example of some difficulties that you faced when it comes to really building this music career and, and seeing it through? The difficulties I have faced that uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of other people face as well is money. Money for studio time, uh, videos, money to get a video. You know, that pretty much was a big thing. Beats wasn't wasn't so much a problem because I was always able to make it myself. But then just like rapping in the studio was trying to like kind of the problem. The main thing was always being able to like just push myself. No matter what type of criticism I got, whether it was great criticism or was, uh, constructive criticism, whatever it was, I just kept pushing my head forward knowing like this is what I want to do this what I'm supposed to do. Everything that I wake up and do in life today is for music, to support my music. Nice. Yeah. Kayla, how do you feel about that? I mean, well, I really um, resonate with what he's talking about with money being a, a big obstacle. But I also think on the, the flip side of that, what's beautiful about it is that is what drives so much innovation. Like there are a lot of things that I wouldn't be able to afford that I've learned to do myself to drive down those costs. Like I learned how to do my own makeup and um, to do my own cover art and graphic design and lyric videos, video editing, etc. So I think that there's kind of that, that silver lining when it comes to that. But I think that the most uh, challenging thing Great. with progressing in music is not knowing what you don't know, mm-hmm. is that there's all these blind spots um, and there's no linear path. Like you can go to school and become a lawyer and you know that there's like a pathway for that or a doctor. But to be an artist, there is no one way to get to that destination. And along the way, there's a lot of obstacles with like knowing the, the business side, like how to copyright your music, how to make sure that you're getting all of your royalties the whole legal um, aspect and the accounting aspect and those are really things that I'm relatively new at um, knowing now learning in just the last couple of years like enrolling in programs and things so that for me that's been a big challenge okay so Kayla speaks about the business aspects of it as well as diverse speaks about the financial aspects of it just really learning all of those things in order to be successful and those are things that can be a setback but definitely uh, can push you forth once you do realize those things and you're able to correct them. Let's go over to you, Daylight. What I find actually was the most frustrating for many years, being a one-woman team, like Mm -hmm. having to be my manager, my producer, my creative consultant, like working every hat, and also being the artist and the business person. It's like, yes, it does definitely make me think about every aspect of the business. But it also can become stressful. So it hasn't been until recently where I wouldn't say that I even have a team, but I have been surrounded by other artists who are like-minded, who have been collectively just working with each other, like network of, uh, I can do this, you can do that, and just people kind of filling in and, and upholding each other. That's been very recent. I would say like 2019 to now, I've got this phenomenal group of uh, I, and I'll even shout out to the ladies. It's, it's a group of dope female rappers from the Bay Area that have just like been holding me up like that. And yeah, Kayla Love is one of them. But um, team has been the hardest thing. So it seems like there's a the same similarities when it comes to being an entrepreneur 
really stepping out and trying to really find your way and be successful with trying to find your way, but wearing so many different hats at the same time. So I want to jump over to rap music or R&B music is somehow special to only individuals of color. Now, Kayla, you are not black, diverse. You are ethnic as well as you daylight. I want to kind of get your perspectives on how you guys feel about those type of when people make statements like that, that say black music is for black people. Um, So let's go ahead and start with you, Diverse, on this one. Me, there is no black music or white music, man. Like, music can't have no race. It's, it's cultural, you know what I'm saying? Whoever's, whoever's in their culture, whoever grew up over there, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's that genre type of music they listen to, like reggae or Latin music. Me, personally, there's no race that defines music. Music is, is in our heartbeat, you know what I'm saying? Music has, is a human race. That's what, that's what it belongs to. We we made music, not, not just one single skin color. There's no race to it. It's a cultural thing. I like that. You know, Kayla, I know you mean you have a very special close relationship um let's get your take on what you feel as a person who is in the rap game but you don't happen to be black well i grew up in san Diego, although i did spend a lot of time in oakland and still do but um when it comes to just like looking at the origins or when i hear these types of criticism a part of me can empathize because i feel like there is a lot of cultural appropriation that's going on or people misusing like music for or doing it for the wrong reasons. But at the same time, it's like what Diverse said, like music is for everybody. It's a form of expression. And I think that's the most important thing to look at is if that artist is being true to themselves, there's truth in their story because that's what's really going to make everything better and really have something to contribute. But at the same time, I think it's also important to look at the origins. Like um, me being a non-black but yet mixed artist, like coming into the game, I felt that it was extremely important for me to understand this culture. And, um, you know, I take a lot of time to, to read books and to study. And I even taught a class called Tupac, the Evolution of Hip Hop and How to Rap at UC Berkeley when I was a student there for two units that you could take this class for. Um, and so that required like years of research to put together a syllabus and curriculum that was culturally competent and making sure to address like these issues and talk about the origins of hip hop and that it comes from black people and Puerto Ricans and the South Bronx during like the late seventies, early eighties and kind of the political and economic situations that allowed for the birth of this culture. That's a worldwide phenomenon now. So I really think it's more so about acknowledging the history and giving credit where credit is due. And, um, you know, regardless of what your ethnic or uh, age or geographic location, it's just about being true to your story. Fantastic. No working. I like that. Daylight, what's your response? My thoughts on that have changed over the years because uh, I used to be kind of like less amused. It wouldn't be every white rapper, right? Like I would hear Eminem and I would feel no no cultural appropriation because that feels like it's him. It feels like it's his, his personality. It feels like that's where he grew up. It doesn't feel like a stolen identity. I think I used to have a problem with people sounding like it's a stolen identity. Like Iggy Azalea, I don't know if y'all ever noticed, like he stole a whole vert from Kendrick Lamar. Everything about her is just fake accent, fake, I'm sorry, fake booty and fake just lyrics. She's not real. So that kind of stuff bothers me. But when I can tell it's sincere and that's their environment and they're they're coming from the real then then i respect that and i like kayla said you know if you grew up in that 
and you give credit where it's due and you did your due diligence and your research, then I can rock with that. But that that is actually like years of development and like listening and paying attention and, and giving other folks a chance and, and trying to open up myself as well. Because, you know, I used to I used to think, you know, when I would hear Fergie come on the radio, I wouldn't like that. That did not sound like hip hop to me. Do you think you it's know? because we've evolved a society, but also connoisseurs of music? Do you think that our taste and our openness as well as, you know, us being young, you know, all of us on the line, probably except for you, diverse, were millennials. But do you think that we've evolved over time and just with our generation and the younger generations, we're more acceptable? That's quite possible because I have definitely evolved. If you look at like the types of stuff I used to put on Twitter compared to my Facebook and Instagram today, those are two different people and I'll be embarrassed. Good thing I'm not a celebrity yet because y'all would be, look at what you said. It's not fair, but don't go checking. Uh, I'm about to check now. <laughs> I have so many people who I look up to who motivate me, who inspire me. I want to know who are some of the artists that you guys have felt that you've been really motivated by. We can start with you again, Daylight. I always loved Lauren Hill, but the mm. moment she motivated me was after the 2015, 2015-ish. I was working this job that I hated, and I started listening, not to the miseducation, but to Lauren Hill Unplugged. In the middle of that album, she does a bunch of breakdowns. Almost after every song, she talks to the crowd. And one of the times she talks to the crowd, she's, her voice is cracking, and she's saying, I'm just going to do what I feel like. God told me I've got to do. Like, i got to get this message out. Somebody out there is going to hear this and go, well, she can do it. I can do it because she ain't doing that good. Like, she was joking, <laughs> but she was serious on the real because that album was so moving to me. And to hear how much she was not confident in herself, if she's going to do it no matter what, I felt validated. Let's go over to you, Diverse. Like I said, cause music wasn't my main focus growing up. Sports were so like I had sport heroes, you know, seven heads throwing the Chicago Bears or like uh, when we go to basketball, you got Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up as those as my heroes, and music was kind of just on the side. And I was just doing my own thing. I was always just listening to my like whatever I felt was good, whatever I wanted to listen to my father. Or I'll go to my mom for advice, whatever. Just because like, I wanted to keep it in the family type of thing. Resonated with me when it's going to sound weird, but when Juice World blew up, man. Like, it's the way, like, him and Lil Skies, too. Because Lil Skies kind of had, like, a high pitch voice and reminded me of me. So I was like, damn, I didn't really, like, hear it. See, my generation hasn't had a high pitch voice rapper in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the rap game hasn't had a high pitch rapper in a minute. He's still hard, but he's showing a, a softer side of you. you know? he, had, he had mentioned this one quote where it doesn't take, you don't need to have, like, a gun and be all gangster to be a real man. Man, like if you gonna cry, cry, and you have emotions and shit like that. Like real man to be, be responsible and stuff like that. Not someone who can just, you know, oh, I got a gun, I got a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like saying he inspired me a little bit, and then the, the journey that Russ took, that Russ also took him growing and doing everything himself. Now he's a partner with the record label instead of a artist under the record label. That's a really good one. Thank you for that, Kayla Luff. Oh man, well as I mentioned, I thought the Tupac class at UC Berkeley. So Tupac definitely is a, a big influence on me in multiple ways. Um, and also just, I mean, the revolutionary spirit is the way that I feel when I hear his music to be empowered. I feel like he's just such a powerful and still influential figure to this day. And also Lisa Left Eye. I feel like in a way she's like a female Tupac. They were both most like talented. Like, you know, he was an actor and a poet. She was also a poet and like a fashion designer and she could draw and model and do all of these things. Um, and also I feel like they were people that spoke about the industry 
and like the ills of the industry and that kind of put uh, like people like me this younger generation looking up to know um kind of the truth of what it's about like in her uh documentary last days and these left eye breaking down the financials and how even though tlc was this top selling group when it came down to the, the income who gets money off the top and all this stuff and then when it comes down and split three ways how it's not really that much money that you might think um so that really opened my mind a lot and then i gotta agree also with diverse for all of the reasons that he said about rest Russ has also been a huge influence. Like, Russ was like, I was driving and I remember the intersection that I was at. You know what I'm saying? When I heard it song, like, it, it stopped me where I was like, I need to know everything about this man. And I just become obsessed with him. I got the chance to meet him and, and tell him right. that he's what inspired me to go to school to become an audio engineer. And that's why I have a recording arts degree now. Mm. Go ahead. Do you want to say something diverse? No, I'm, I'm, that's dope. Like, the opportunity to meet him. You did mention something earlier, uh, Diverse, about showing emotion in your music. I want to know a little bit more about showing your emotion in your music. Kayla, let's go to you on that one. Oh, man. When it comes to music, I will put stuff in my music that I may never talk about in a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a different language. I don't know how to say it in a conversation. Music is the only language in which I know how to translate this feeling. So when it comes to emotions in my music, I mean, they right there on my sleeve. And why is that? Why are you so emotional in your music? Why do you share so much? I feel like it's, um, I think it, like Diverse said earlier, it was just like a way, it, it's like music is life. It's a way of coping with situations and just telling your story. And maybe you feel like nobody else is there to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe making something that could touch somebody, that could inspire somebody let somebody know that they're not alone you know I felt like alone a lot of my life because I was raised by my great-grandmother as a single parent I don't have really much other family other than that like I met my dad when I was 17 in jail through a television screen and the phone and my mom was you know a drug addict that I never really saw at all growing up and so it's just like a lot of pain a lot of solitude and I mean that's just like the iceberg of some of the things that I have had gone through and a lot of times the only way that I could ever express that or make sense of it even is through music. And I feel like when I complete that song that tells that story in the way that I want it to be told, it's like, it's still part of me, but it, now it's like outside of my body. It doesn't like have to live within me anymore. It's like, there it is. I created it. I can go back, revisit it, listen to it anytime I want, but it doesn't have to hold me anymore. It's like this very liberating thing and I feel like the only way to truly accomplish that is by being raw and vulnerable and emotional mm-hmm. 100% authentic I like that let's go ahead and go over to you Daylight I use my music a lot to talk about what I see it's like an interpretation for me a lot of times mm-hmm. it was my voice when I saw injustices if I see something wrong in the world I would write a song about it or write a verse about it and be able to vent. And I often try to use my lyrics, even if I'm complaining through the whole verse, the end of the verse, I'm going to speak some positive and speak a solution. Like I transmute the situation by the end of the song. That way we're like speaking life onto something. If people do take the time to memorize my lyrics, they would be able to help get over a similar situation. If me and them had been through the same thing, I'm helping them like work through it because I'm not just going to end it with the sad part. I'm going to talk about how I overcame it. Something new for me, though, that I just recently 
have been working on is I always talk about politics and the social world, social injustices. But I just recently I'm working on an EP where it's very much more vulnerable, where I'm talking about heartbreak, personal things that have happened to me that may be even public to some and they don't know my stance on how I feel about these situations. I'm real vulnerable and putting a lot of feminine energy to like the love side of it, which I do not normally do. That's something new that's kind of hard for me that I listen to it and I'm kind of like cringing and people are like, oh, this sounds good. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I have to relax because talking about relationships with love is very emotional for me, but I did it for some reason. Taylor said, like, I was trying to release it so it wouldn't be heavy on me anymore. Thank you, Daylight. Um, diverse, tell us how old you are. Diverse, I, I keep. I know that you're young. I just don't know. You're 23. Your experience with your music, what do you include when it comes to your emotions and the things that you've experienced? I'm more so a, a positive entity. Like, I'm a positive guy. You know, even if shit, even if I just broke my leg, hit my tooth, and, and hella bad shit just happened, you'll still see a smile on my face. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that not, I'm not going to be down for so long because what, what goes down must come back up. And if it goes up, it's going to come down. So I'm going to be prepared for the down. But I'm also, I'm also always prepared for the comeback up. <laughs> Thing to come up in my music i try to embrace the fun side of life the joyful side of life especially during times right now keep growing as an artist over the years i learned that the, the louder i get to be in the booth the more emotion that has behind the song um personally i keep it 100 with you guys like i'm not scared but like not ready to talk about personal personal like mother and father struggles or poverty struggles and shit like that because i'm still living in that shit you know what i'm saying so it's like i don't want to i want to talk about it when i get out of it not while I'm living it, and you know what I'm saying? Because what's the end? What, what's the end? I need people to know I got out of it so they can be like, okay, cool, that's motivating. Yeah, I like that. And you know, hey, you can, can hear, I say Yeah, you can say something. Go ahead. Don't feel no type of ways about taking your time to start venting as the OG in the room, you feel me? Uh, <laughs> right. I didn't start talking about like deep emotional issues until like years of already rapping and dropping fun, upbeat. That's the mood you in right now. And that's what your friends is into. That's what you should be talking about. That is the vibe. And there's nothing wrong with that. As you continue to grow and change, your music will change a part of you. So that's dope already. I like everything you said. And I love your process. I like that you freestyle in the booth. That's great. Love yeah. it. Good energy. Keep that energy though, because energy is important. We need it. Keep that going so other people can see it and other people can feel it. That's really important. I also want to uh, touch on sometimes in, in your family, not everyone is supportive of what you do. Oftentimes you need to somehow pull support from some source. Does your family, does your friends, does anyone that you're with uh, relationship wise, do they support you 150%? can go with you, Daylight. I did date a couple of fuck boys who had a problem with me laughing. <laughs> mm. That that was like the worst for someone close to your ego. Was that was a mistake that thank you God that I am out of and don't got to worry about now. But I will caution anybody with a dream. If somebody starts close to you like that in a relationship where they don't want you going by yourself and they don't trust every move that you make and then they come up with different plans for your life better ideas that are more secure and then they talk about your dream like it's your cute little cute little something they're not they're not nowhere they do not need to be nowhere near you 
Okay. And usually it'll start off like that, right? They they take their time to yeah, start calling cool. yourself cute and little, right? On the flip, I used to feel like my family didn't support me the way that I wanted them to. Like they just must have thought it was a hobby, but they didn't take it serious. But yeah. that changed with my with the results that they see. They see that I'm I'm dedicated that I'm getting booked for shows, that I'm starting to get paid engagements, that I'm going into jails to go talk to teens about hip-hop, teaching hip-hop classes in college, all the manifestations of things I've been working on for years. And now they like they start popping up and coming to some outdoor festival-type shows, family-friendly shows. Like, I'm talking about my, my mom bought my shirt that I... I just dropped a new design and she was excited to get one and then danced around on it on the internet. I was like, that is new. <laughs> like, they didn't used to be like that. That is new and That's that cute. is dope. And I well, I love that. Kayla? I feel like I've accomplished more than anyone else in my family. Like, neither one of my parents, even though I didn't know them that well, even graduated from high school. So I feel like everybody's pretty supportive of what I do because I'm already like the the breadwinner and like the one or whatever. But when it comes to like what Daylight was saying with relationships, that's bro, because I actually dated a dude who was an artist, which I thought was going to be a beautiful thing because we have this understanding for each other. But on the low, he was so jealous of me and he would like try to sabotage things in ways that, you know, I didn't even really see at the time and just always be in competition with me in a weird way to the point that it was to his own detriment. And he never wanted to really take my advice, even though I was more experienced in some areas. And, you know, I go to conferences and I've gone to school for like some of this stuff. And, and he would not want to take my opinion and always try to act like he was superior because he had actually studied music theory. Became almost like a snob about it, but wouldn't want to take into my opinions about marketing or dropping. And then will end up just sloppily dropping something and then wondering why it only has 300 views and you just spent 1500 on this. And I could have, you know what I mean? So I would just see situations like that where it's like, no, nah, you ain't really rooting for me. Like, you want to be me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a, like a lot of that, that, that undercover stuff. But for the most part, I don't really let anybody's opinion get in my way and try to just be as independent as possible. Again, that's why I respect Brett so much because at the end of the day, no matter how you feel about his music or his brand, about him as a person, you have to respect him. And like, it's not even like my, I don't even necessarily aspire to be great. I just aspire to be undeniable. And I feel mm -hmm. like Russ is undeniable. I like that, Kayla. I like that. Diverse, what's your take on this? In my case, uh, I would say I'm blessed, to be honest, man. My family supports me 150%, bro. Like, it didn't start off like that at first. Like, it was just my parents at first, really. And then my brother and sisters, like, my brother and sisters were just, you know what I'm saying, my brothers and sisters. They're just, oh, cool, he, he's doing his thing. Like, whatever, he's doing whatever. But my parents always supported me. My mom always loved that shit. And then over the years, once my music actually, like, got better, I guess, and my brother started paying more attention. He's like, okay, actually, I actually really fuck with you. I, I, I like your songs, bro. <laughs> And then my sister actually started liking my music, and then it's my youngest sister who took forever to find like my music. She just started like my music like what last year, maybe like or the end of last year, this year, bro. I'm like, damn. Wasn't wasn't yeah, that like, the best compliment? It is, bro. I swear to God, I was like. I was like, man, this shit is so crazy to me because I did not care about anybody's opinion but theirs, or especially hers. I was like, best mom, you fuck with this? Mm -hmm. Nah? All right, bro, what the fuck? Are you fuck with this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Is this the radio? Okay. Like, what? Like, oh. Yeah, like, shit, that shit is crazy. Other than family supported me and, like, our friends, though, they're, like, trying to help me with photos or, like, videos or something like that. And, you know, um, they, 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 I, I, I keep them around. Like, I'm a, I'm a, 
going to definitely tell them a good time. But they're, they're doing their own thing right now. The only friend who really stuck around, who basically benefited my music life, is now my manager. You actually know him. Yeah, uh, I do know so TJ. seeing about him just shooting shows and consistent. He's seen me pushing and putting in work. And at one point, the end of last year, he was like, yo, is there any way I can help you with music? You putting in work. And like, long story short, within after like five months of consistent work, he like signed me and everything like that. Gave me a whole music budget. Like started actually playing like videos, campaigns, mind my name. Like started growing. Like I'm one of the lucky ones. Before we end the show, I wanted kind of advice would you give other people Kayla Love? Um, I think that the most important thing is to be well-rounded. It's like definitely put time into your craft and making it as the best you can. Like if you're a rapper, then, you know, your lyricism and your flow is going to be your bread and butter. That's the main thing. But also, I think it's really helpful to get to know all of the different roles and how the music industry works or how do you get your song up. And, you know, definitely having a legal aspect because at the end of the day, if you want to make money in this business, you are going to have to understand a couple of things and like knowing, you know, royalties and the business side that doesn't always feel as fun, but you know, you can follow me on Instagram and see my music Monday. I break down these topics and give tidbits of information and access steps to get through all that stuff. But um, being a well-rounded as you can. And I feel like it's also to compete in today's industry. You got to do more than one thing. Like you got to like rap, sing, dance, you know, I rap, sing, dance, cook. I'm producing a TV show now. I paint, I draw, make cover art, graphic design, video editing. So it's kind of wearing as many hats as possible. Yeah. Uh, diverse. I like to piggyback off of Kayla. I agree with everything she was saying. Uh, be well-rounded, um, but don't limit yourself. You know, if you feel mm-hmm. like you want to empty yourself into the music game, don't just be like, okay, I'm going to just rap and that's it. Let me find YouTube beats. Like, nah, bro, make your own shit. Like, see if you want to be a producer, make your own beats. See if you can record yourself, engineer yourself, make some math for that shit yourself. Hey, see if you can shoot your video yourself. You never know what you're going to end up liking and loving more. Like she said, she, like Kayla said, she, she could do it do it all pretty much that's everything she needs she all she all herself you know what i'm saying so it's like pretty much what but I, what the I one thing i can't do is produce <laughs> <laughs> that's where y'all partner for real. go ahead daylight mm-hmm. they answered so eloquently so i'm not going to say what they said even though those points are super important and i could easily parrot that you need to dig in and, and gain wisdom use emotional intelligence when navigating in the entertainment world, Mm -hmm. especially if you are a woman in the Bay Area. It is pimp culture, okay? Talk you in circles and sound like they're going to give you the world. And if you were young, big-eyed dreamer, you might believe them. So I would tell you the reason why you need to know how to do everything is so you can know when someone's trying to scam you. You need to have wisdom when you meet new people, especially if they are so excited about you and know nothing about you. People don't just want to give you something for nothing ever in entertainment business. Mm. So I would say the reason why you need to know everything that Kayla and Diverse said is so you can navigate through people who are damn near headhunters not all of them right there are some really cool folks you're gonna meet who are sincere and got big hearts but you gotta be aware also on, and on your p's and q's just in case because you will meet some sharks in the bay um i think that this information is truly truly going to be a godsend to them and i think that this is going to be something that they're going to be able to use and definitely take with them uh, as they progress through this field and once again This has been the Kenny James Show, and I thank you guys so much. Thank you. Hey, yo, that will conclude the show for today. But remember, if you like this podcast, y'all, please 
share it with your friends also like and subscribe there's a lot more where that came from that will be coming this way trust and believe like and subscribe follow me on social media you can catch me on instagram at sir kenny j that's s-i-r-k-e-n-n-y j as in jack hit me up on my website that's kennyjtoday.com until later y'all peace